Hello friends and welcome to the show. So this episode I'm going to be talking about how just as Project Veritas proved the mainstream media is willing to lie to you to essentially turn you into a sheep because they know sheep can be made afraid and those who are afraid will be glued to their TVs, will be paralyzed by fear and will do as they're told. But people who are willing to put forth just a little bit of effort won't be controlled by the government. But before we get started, how about you smash that like button, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and leave a comment down below. It helps with the algorithm. Let's get started. I'm gonna start off with a really, really disgusting take by Tim Pool. Adam Toledo's death was the result of racist policing. Gun control is racist. If the police were not trying to initiate a gun confiscation, Adam would not have been killed. That is bullshit. Adam, or his partner in crime that evening, shot 10 rounds into a neighborhood. That is unacceptable. That is not just a gun confiscation. That is, we need to take this threat off the street. We need to take that gun away from him because he thinks it's some Call of Duty game. Hey, it's okay to shoot 10 rounds down a street. That's essentially what Tim Pool is saying. Oh, let's never mind the fact that he shot into a neighborhood, may have killed a kid, may have killed an adult, may have killed an animal. You don't know what could have happened. We do know that gunfire was basically recorded by the two of them. So they shot 10 rounds into a neighborhood and Tim Pool has the nerve to say, oh, it's racist policing. I understand the argument and I completely agree with the argument. Hell, Joe Biden made the argument and I agree with it. The Second Amendment is to help prevent the enslavement of individuals from their government. If you disarm the American people and you have a authoritarian government in place, what's going to protect the citizenry from that authoritarian government? Nothing. But if you have 400 million guns in circulation in the country, and my dog just opened the door, that was really weird, but you have 400 million guns in the country, that is enough to basically scare off the government. That's why the Democrat politicians are so afraid of guns because they are scared of we the people. This is just a disgusting take by Tim Pool. He should probably delete this because this is gross. So this is actually what happened. We need to watch the full clip. But before we watch that, CBS News actually altered the footage to make it Make it seem as if Toledo was unarmed. Let's quickly watch this quick footage. And we're not going to watch the whole thing, folks. I just want to show you one little thing. And you can see this within the first couple seconds. You see this right side right here on the screen where it's chopped off. They crop out exactly where that kid had the gun when the cop finally confronted him. Now let's watch the video. So they, the police department actually put out, hey, this is what is going on here. And you see them walking down the street. You see Toledo is the little kid. And you see the 21-year-old man that he's accompanying with at 2.30 in the morning. The clock on that was wrong. It says 4.24 in the morning. And people are trying to do these conspiracy theories like with these shootings. And they go, oh, there's no way that's possible because it said it was 4.30 in the morning. What happened? Was that recorded in the future? 
No, probably the clock on your VCR was set wrong. It's not uncommon. So, boom, it's them walking down the street. And I'm going to try to narrate because there's no sound right here. They're going to actually plug in sound here in a second. But it's them walking down the street. A car drove past. Originally, I thought they were shooting at the car. Nine shots. That was nine shots they shot off. And now they're running down the street. Police were called. And now you notice here, I'm going to pause this. See where the actual video footage from the body cam cuts off? So they cut off about 20% of the right side of that screen. I wonder why. And I'll show you here in a second. And now he's chasing the kid. He pushes that guy out of the way. The kid is running. He's running after the kid. Still running, still running, still running. Stop right now. Stop right now. Boom. So you see exactly where they cut it off is exactly where that gun is. CBS News intentionally cropped this video footage in order to suppress the fact that this kid had a gun when he confronted the cop. He was not unarmed. This is disgusting. And this is your mainstream trust in name and news, NewsGuard certified. Screw that. They want you to be a sheep. They want you to believe that cops are just out there indiscriminately murdering children when that is not the case. So, boom, they screenshot, he has a gun, and right there. So, he had the gun in his right hand, and he turns towards the fence, and he kind of underhand tosses the gun behind the fence. But the cops saw the gun in his hand. And he gets shot in the chest, right in the ten ring. People say this was bad police training. No, this is exactly what you're supposed to do if you're a cop. That kid should not have tossed the gun behind the fence to where the cop couldn't see it. The last thing he saw in that kid's hand was a gun. And then he pulls a James Bond up and towards you, even if it's with both hands, up and towards you. Guess what? He's going to pull that trigger because he still wants to go home to his family. And people say this is due to bad police training. That's one shot right in the 10 ring. That is not bad police training. And you can see right there where he has the gun. And boom, he tosses it. And as soon as, and it's quick, it's 0.8 seconds from when he, the cop saw the gun to where his hands were up. Less than a second. That cop has no time to react. It's a shoot, no shoot scenario. And he pulled the trigger. And guess what? That cop now has to deal with the burden of having shot a 13-year-old kid. But it doesn't help when you have the mainstream media, when you have these politicians saying, oh, you can't just have police out there killing unarmed children. He was not unarmed. He had a gun. And he hidden, or basically, he obscured the fact that he tossed the gun. Guess what? If you don't want to get shot by a cop and you, he knows you have a gun, no jerky movements and Drop, literally drop the gun in front of him. Be like, hey, boom. That way, there is no ambiguity about it. But tossing it behind a fence when your arm is obscured and then suddenly throwing your hands up like in a, in a motion in which it could be construed as you basically drawing down on the cop. He's forced. He's obligated 
to take that shot. People say he should have waited an extra second. That would be like telling a firefighter that he should wait an extra couple minutes after a report that there's kid a kid trapped on the second floor in a in a burning building trapped inside a closet. But hey, you know what? We're going to wait a couple minutes to see if that's actually the case. That is not the cop's job to wait and see when he knows for a fact that kid has a gun and now he is quickly turning towards him and his hands are moving up in his direction. That is not his job. His job at that point is to survive. That kid unfortunately forfeited his right to live. No one is talking about the responsibility that that kid's parents have in this situation in which they completely neglected their child. They allow their kid to roam the streets of Chicago at 2.30 in the morning firing shots into neighborhoods and somehow they're the victims? No, this kid is a victim of poor parenting. That cop is a victim of poor parenting. That cop now has to live with the burden of having shot a 13-year-old kid. It is disgusting. And I honestly wouldn't be surprised if that kid, or that not that kid, but that cop commits suicide in the next couple months because he is being drugged through the mud right now and he's getting no assistance. And this is disgusting. And speaking of someone receiving no assistance at all, this is what happened in around Fort Jackson, South Carolina. Now you see at a Army NCO, I believe he's a drill sergeant's house, there is a mob of Black Lives Matter people vandalizing his home because his neighbor ran to his house because a man reached his hands inside her pants, attempted to kidnap a baby, and somehow he's a racist asshole? No. That's not how it works. I'm sorry. If my neighbor came running to my house and saying, hey, I was walking my dog and some guy attempted to stick his hands down my pants and I tell him to, you don't live in this neighborhood. Get out of here. That is not racism. He is lucky I did not break his neck because that's the way it works. You have a woman saying, I was sexually assaulted by this stranger and yet somehow the guy who committed the act of sexual assault is the victim? I don't understand the cognitive dissonance presence with Black Lives Matter because apparently all their heroes like to abuse women. Jacob Blake, George Floyd, Duante Wright. Now this fella. Oh, I'm going to pistol whip a woman. I'm going to rape a woman. I'm going to choke a woman and rob her at gunpoint. And now I'm going to stick my hands down a lady's pants. These are going to be your martyrs, Black Lives Matter? This is disgusting, and you should be ashamed of yourselves as an organization and just admit that you're a terrorist organization because that's all you do. What is this going to accomplish? Why don't you police your own? Say, hey, black lives do matter. There are instances where black people are shot unjustly by police, and we will fight to fix that problem in our society. But if you lionize, if you deify, these criminals who abuse women, it just seems like you're an organization that is pro or basically anti-female. And guys, this is getting real messed up. Let's see right here. Uh, witnesses say there was an altercation that led up to the incident and now viral video where the accused man had tugged on a female 
neighborhood's shirt before Jonathan Pentland came out to help. Surveillance video of what led up to the viral video of Jonathan Pentland seems that there was an altercation and the neighbor specifically ran to his door for help. But that doesn't matter because BLM is there now. You see a woman running up to his house. His garage door is open. I'm assuming he's probably in his garage doing something. And she said, I need help. There's a stranger sexually assaulting me. I don't know if he's attempting to rape me. But it doesn't matter. It, the truth doesn't matter. If it happens to a female, Black Lives Matter is pro-rape. They are pro-robbing a woman. They're pro-pistol whipping. They're pro-choking. They are anti-female. They're an anti-female organization. And people need to understand this. They will, they will say that the victim in a rape, in a sexual assault, is the black man who was sexually assaulting a woman. They will say that he's the victim of the system. Again, who are the racists? Is it, are the racists the people who say that black men are too stupid to not rape women, to not choke women, to not pistol whip women? Is that racist to say that? Or is it racist to say, hey, stop raping women. You are making the conscious choice of sexually assaulting a woman and I will stop you because that is my obligation as a non-commissioned officer in the United States Army is to protect my fellow Americans. That is his job. That is his obligation. They talk about direct confrontation in SHARP training, the sexual harassment assault re response program or whatever. They tell you if you're at a bar and a man is sticking his hands down a woman's pants, sometimes you need to directly confront the person. And now he's being labeled as a fucking racist. And the command at Fort Jackson is throwing him under the bus. Sack up, dude. He is doing exactly what he should have done. And you're throwing him to the mob because you have no balls. Do the right thing. This is disgusting. Sheriff told the AP the guy was involved in problems in the neighborhood. He wasn't just out for a stroll in a random de uh, development. This is so messed up. Total mob rule anarchy and a tiny minority of Twitter crybabies running the entirety of civilization. During an afternoon news conference, Sheriff Leon Lott said that the other man in the video was not a juvenile, but declined to release his name. I wonder why. Because as soon as you look up the guy's name, you see that he was involved in crime in the neighborhood. Lott said that man had been in involved in other incidences in the neighborhood in the days leading up to the video, but said that none of them justified the assault that occurred. No, sorry. You stick your hands down a lady's pants and she runs to me for help saying that you're attempting to sexually assault and possibly rape her. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to escort you out of the neighborhood. And if you don't like that, then I will forcibly remove you from that neighborhood, especially if you don't live there. Very interesting blurb in the Watch Fox story on the incident or W. W-A-C-H Fox story on the incident. Apparently, women in the neighborhood filed reports about an unknown black man in the neighborhood engaging in weird behavior. Unknown if it's the same guy, but interesting it was mentioned. A second, or According to one incident report, an African-American man approached a woman walking in the area on April 8th, put his hand around her waist, and then put his or her hand down the side of her shorts. The woman then pushed away, and when she did, her shorts partially came down. As she pulled her shorts back up, the man put his arm around her waist for a second time, according to the incident report. 
report. The woman then ran back into her home. The second incident report showed on April 10th, a woman was walking when an African-American man approached her and picked up a baby who was with her. The woman said he tried to walk away with the baby, but she grabbed the child back. She said this happened three times before she told the man it was not her baby and that she did not have the right to allow people to hold the child. She then went home and said she wanted to prosecute, but no charges have been filed according to the incident report. One of the reports claims that I know already said this. Let's keep going, guys. Uh, from the Fort Jackson Post Command Sergeant Major, this soldier in the video is stationed at Fort Jackson and has been charged by Richland County Sheriff's Department. The Department of Justice at federal level is also looking into the incident. Is this the man too? Saw it floating around. Help us find him. Williams has a medical condition for which he needs treatment. Anyone who spots Williams or knows his whereabouts is asked to call 911. Fairly certain it's him. Age matches up. Address on these court records appears he or appears to be close to the incident too. Trespassing, weed, malicious injury to animal, and some disorderly conduct. So I read a different news story that said on the same day that these reports were filed to the police, basically saying, hey, this guy stuck his hands down my pants. Hey, this guy tried to walk away with my baby. And now you're trying to victimize the assaulter? That's This is not how it works, guys. If, you're, if you want to... Again, Andre Hill in Ohio, have that be your martyr. Have that be your example to bad policing, systemic problems within the justice system. I would get behind that. I would personally donate $1,000 to BLM if they basically disavow these men who abuse women and children and back these actual innocent men. Because... Had he stuck his hands down a woman's pants, it is your obligation as a man, especially when she comes to you for help, to protect her. As sexist as that sounds, as patriarchal as that sounds, it is your obligation to help someone that is weaker than you, that is asking for help, to assist them. Anything less is not being a man. It is being a criminal. It is being weak. It is being pathetic. Exactly like what this person is. If he stuck his hands down that woman's pants and she ran to that soldier's house and said, I need help. This man is sexually assaulting me. And he just closed the door and she was raped. Now, whose fault is it? It's not the woman's fault. She sought help. It would be both men's fault. The one who committed the act of rape and the one who ignored the woman's calls for help. We need to have common sense in this country. Yet we don't. We are driven by emotion and not logic. And that's embarrassing. We need to be better. We need to do right by this soldier. Because now you're going to see soldiers leaving the military. Because guess what? Now you have even NBC News saying, oh, there are going to be secret, secret chapters of QAnon within the special forces community in the army. And Oh my goodness, it's, it's so scary. We now need to purge our special forces. Screw off, dude. Screw off. So that's going to be it for now, folks. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a comment down below. I'll see you all on Monday. Have a good one. Bye.